0: You're listening to the Storyteller Series from The Salvation Army. For more information or to share your questions and comments, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. The
1: Book of Luke, Chapter 12 Meanwhile, when a crowd of many thousands had gathered so that they were trampling on one another, Jesus began to speak first to his disciples, saying, Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed, or hidden, that will not be made known. What you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight, and what you have whispered in the ear in the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the roofs. I tell you, my friends, don't be afraid of those who kill the body and after that can do no more. But I will show you whom you should fear." Fear him who, after your body has been killed, has authority to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. I tell you, whoever publicly acknowledges me before others the Son of Man will also acknowledge him before the angels of God. But whoever disowns me before others will be disowned before the angels of God. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. When you are brought before synagogues, rulers, and authorities, don't worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? Then he said to them, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life doesn't consist in an abundance of possessions. And he told them this parable, The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich toward God. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you'll wear. For life is more than food, and the body is more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They don't sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them and how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you by worrying could add a single hour to your life? Since you can't do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the wildflowers grow. They don't labor or spin, yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And don't set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Don't worry about it. For the pagan world runs after all such things, and your Father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Don't be afraid, little flock, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor, Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed, ready for service, and keep your lamps burning, like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet, so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him." It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. Truly I tell you, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready even if he comes in the middle of the night or toward daybreak. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, He would not have let his house be broken into you also must be ready because the son of man will come at an hour when you don't expect him peter asked lord are you telling this parable to us or to everyone the lord answered who then is the faithful and wise manager whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time It will be good for that servant whom the master finds doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose the servant says to himself, My master is taking a long time in coming, and he then begins to beat the other servants, both men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of the servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he isn't aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the unbelievers. The servant who knows the master's will and does not get ready or does not do what the master wants will be beaten with many blows, but the one who does not know and does things deserving punishment will be beaten with few blows. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded, and from the one who has been entrusted with much much more will be asked. I have come to bring fire on the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. But I have a baptism to undergo, and I'm under constraint until it's completed. Do you think I came to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but division. From now on, there will be five in one family divided against each other, three against two and two against three. They will be divided, father against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. He said to the crowd, When you see a cloud rising in the west, immediately you say, Oh, it's going to rain. And it does. And when the south wind blows, you say, It's going to be hot. And it is. Hypocrites." You know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. How is it that you don't know how to interpret this present time? Why don't you judge for yourselves what is right? As you are going with your adversary to the magistrate, try hard to be reconciled on the way or your adversary may drag you off to the judge and the judge turn you over to the officer and the officer throw you into prison. I tell you, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny.
0: So in John 14, Jesus tells his disciples, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, I do not give it to you as the world does. Uh, and yet here he talks about how uh, he did not uh, come to bring peace, but division uh, in his mission. And Sort of an interesting contrast between, on one hand, the synoptic gospel, on the other, uh, John's gospel. So what do we make of the contrast? What do you think? The peace that the world gives is really not true peace, but the peace that he said that he left when he left and went to the Father. He said, this peace that I live, leave with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the kind of peace, that inner peace, the same peace that he had when he was on the boat and the storm came and the disciples were um, afraid because the storm had, had come and Jesus was on the, st- the bottom of the boat uh, resting because He was at peace, and at that point, I think He even wanted to teach the disciples to have that inner peace, when the midst of every, in the midst of everything else, all the chaos going, that's going on, that I'm with you. He was right there with them. I'm yeah. with you, be at peace. Yeah. Glenda, I equate the, what you were saying about inner peace as being a confidence that Jesus leaves with us about who He is, about who His Father is, and about what our place is in the kingdom. So that when this division comes, as he says it will, we can be confident in where we stand on, on what side of the fire, right? Like, are we going to get persecuted with fire on earth for our beliefs in Jesus and who he is, or are we going to receive the fires of judgment, right? So this fire that he's talking about that's bringing division, it's talking about this need to make a stance. Are you a believer or are you not a believer? Are you with mm. Jesus or are you not with Jesus? Um, and the peace that he lives with us gives us confidence to make the choice to be with Jesus, to choose Team King Jesus. Um, But the world is gonna be in chaos, and it is. I mean, it's what we deal with every day, right? There's Mm -hmm. so, it's just such this clear line of a believer and an unbeliever. And even amongst this intense imagery, right, of fire and like all this judgment, you better know what side you're on. Um, You know, before that, uh, verse 22, what does he say? Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, Mm -hmm. what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. Life is more than food and the body more than clothes. So yeah, there is that peace that comes knowing that when we're standing with him, this is going to be really intense sometimes. But in me, you're standing in the right place and it's going to be okay. There is peace there. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with a friend. You can subscribe to the Storyteller series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast store. For more information, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. God bless you and Merry Christmas.